Good evening, everybody. Trying to get situated here. What's up? What's up? What's popping? y'all doing out there in BBP land? I'm waiting on my guests to join. Eventually, I'll have music so we can enjoy music together. Eventually, I'll have music. Enjoy music together. I'm testing out the sound, so my phone is playing the sound back. I can hear it. You can hear it. We're all good. Yay. <laughs> like every week I get nervous that my sound isn't going to be on point. 
sun got me set up, I think. I think I'm straight now. Okay, okay, okay. Just waiting on my guest, Dr. Stroman, to join. This should be an interesting live, full of information. Dr. Stroman, Dr. Stroman. All right, let me go and get my phone so that I can call my guests to make sure everything's okay. I'll be back.
All right, all right, all right. I'm back. I'm back. Waiting for my guest. Good evening. I, I think I got it. <laughs> Are you able to hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Are you able to hear me, Dr. Sherman? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Awesome. I hear you now. Hey. All right. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. All right. I have music. Ah, there we go. I was playing some background music while I was waiting, and then I couldn't find it to turn it back on. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic and amazing. Nice to meet you. See your smiling face here. Yes, likewise. Likewise. <laughs> it is a pleasure to have you here on the Blowing Bubbles podcast. Well, I love that title. Welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. It means a lot to me when it resonates with people. Yeah, you're quite welcome. 
Thank you. So I've had a conversation with you, but for those who don't know you, give us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Stroman. I'd be happy to do that. I, um, I, I've been in the seminar business for a long time. And my background is health and wealth and uh, and financial literacy. So many years ago, the vision came to me. And I looked at the world. I said, wow, these two of the most concerned things that people have is something to do with health and something to do with money. And so that's when the crusade was born. And I created a dream team around the country and around the world with other people who have special gifts. And we just empower and educate people. And um, so I've been doing that for probably about 26, 26, 27 years. And on the health side, my main focus is, the, the I call it the power of preventing bad health. And I always tell people that preventing bad health is better than cure, less expensive, and less painful. Okay? So that oh. is a mindset. That's the mindset I try to impart to people because, you know, I also created something. Ramon, let me say this to you very quickly. We call it the success triangle. Okay. Okay. Success triangle. Mm -hmm. So tell me about that, please. The success triangle is three things. At the tip of the triangle is mastering headquarters. That's the most important computer between your ears. That's your thought life because you and I both know nothing changes until your mind changes. You can change Ooh, your house. Absolutely. Yeah. All of that can happen, but if you don't renew that mind and make it a daily exercise, nothing happens. That's why when we have these topics about health and any other topic, people don't move forward because they're not diligent about mastering their thought life. Every right. challenge that I've ever had and people that I know around the country that I work with is because of out of control thought life, right? So once you get that together, I don't have to tell you to do this or do that once you get that in your spirit because you automatically do it because you know what? I've been thinking the wrong way for a long time, right? So that's the top of the headquarters. The second part is mastering your billion-dollar temple that we talked about earlier today. Well, that is a big topic because if you have an appreciation for your billion-dollar temple, I don't have to tell you not to eat certain things. When you get that esteem, you'll automatically say, you know what? This is not good for my brain, my gut, my heart, my liver, my kidney you will automatically, if you stick with the information, come to that conclusion yourself. And then the third part of the triangle is financial management. And when you look at these three things, my sister, they're connected. They are connected. Mind ain't right, it affects the body. Body ain't right, it affects the pocketbook. Let's go the other way. Financial stuff ain't right, that's stress, right? That affects your health. That ain't right, that's going to affect your brain. <laughs> okay? So either way you go, they're connected. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yep. So we try to teach people how to make the connection so they can be very conscious and then put together a master plan so they can live an abundant life. When you're blind to something, you don't know. It's like a three-legged stool. One missing, the stool falls over. Mm -hmm. And again, when you look at everybody, you know, this is you can't go a day with somebody talking about health and finance. Right. And we both know the mental health thing is off the charts right now. <laughs> it is. You know, it really I did. Is. Uh, matter of fact, I did something with a, uh, a psychologist a couple of weeks ago. We dealt with mental health in our community. Okay. Okay. And we were very transparent because a lot of times we got these stigmas about mental health. Just like your body can get sick, your mind can have some challenges too. Right. And we make people feel shamed because they got something. No, nothing to be ashamed of. 
But so people are in the closet because of pressure from society and culture, so they don't talk about it. And so they suffer in silence. And so this platform that I was on, it was like seven, eight other men, and we were very honest with ourselves about the mental challenges that men are going through, okay? And, and it, was very, it was very, very liberating. And we were very honest and transparent, but guess what? It was a breakthrough session because now people understand I can talk about this and I'm not going to judge you because that's the biggest concern. Yes. Will you judge me if I tell you I'm having a challenge at work, having a challenge in my marital situation? Will I be judged? So we give people the freedom. There's no judgment here, okay? Yeah. We're here to help you to get over that situation. So it was a, I did two, we're going to do once, uh, one every month now. That's awesome. Now, is it uh, exclusively for men? No, no. We had a lot of ladies on there, <laughs> okay? Uh, and, and, they were, and they were giving the inputs of, you know, being married to a man and all these different things because men are very interesting. <laughs> we're very interesting. And the, the way I say that is because we have been conditioned not to express ourselves right. and we hold it in. I'm trying to break that. And so when I'm doing seminars, I'm very transparent so they can feel free. Oh, man, he's coming forward to being honest like this. That's how people get liberated. Okay. Right. And so because men are very insecure, just like some women can be insecure. We just got a better way of hiding it. <laughs> okay. We're good at hiding. Right? So all that pressure from culture and and, and your environment, you know, you can't, man, just suck it up. You're a man. You can't cry. All these different things. And they don't understand that you will be free if you decide to be free. But no again, environment, you got to have that good environment to make that happen. So it is a phenomenal thing. It's, uh, it's called Miracle Mind Movement that I they asked me to be a part of. And we do it. I think I've done two sessions with her. And uh, it was really, really good. And, you know, if I send you a copy of any other man or woman, because the women came on, they were talking about their husbands and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> because they don't want to talk, right? Right. But we have to approach one another because we're different. God made us different, right? Mm -hmm. Women are very detailed. We're headliners, right? So yeah. it's the way we approach one another. It's all about the power of communication, you know? And so yeah. this this is what we do. And so we're helping a lot of men. And I'll be speaking to a men organization here uh, when they set it up. They want me to come and talk to the men about this. Because, again, I come up and I just tell them the real deal. Like you and I talked about earlier today. I'll give you a little snippet of this. We talked about that one of the seminars that I do about victory over long-term grief, right? So when I was giving my story about that, I was saying, yes, I cried when my wife transitioned. But I freed everybody. And they're like, oh, wow, you cry? Absolutely. I'm a human being. I lost somebody that I love daily. Right. And it's liberating when you hear another man say it. Because a lot of times, no, man, I can't cry. I can't. I'm going to suck it up. I'm good. Yeah. Exactly. Those little little things that we say, and they keep us in bondage. I call, yeah. them, strong, I call them strongholds that a lot of men, they just, they just, and when they do it, that's the beautiful thing about it. They feel so much better. Right. I, There's I, actually I, strength in, in vulnerability. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly and, right. And being open to express your true feelings is most definitely a, a freeness that there's nothing that can compare to it. 
That's a hundred percent right. And that that's you're a hundred percent right. And that's and see, here's the thing about what you just said, which is very powerful. We got to talk about the benefits of doing it, like you just said. Yeah. The benefits, because people count the cost, but we don't focus on the benefit. You know, the benefit, I, I have no hangups. I love everybody, have no hangups, no problem with nobody, okay? Because I have no hangups. Mm -hmm. And it's just liberating. But again, when you get, I know how men are. So when we get with men, I got to first tell them my struggles that I've had. Then right. they feel comfortable, right? Somebody got to come to the floor. Right. Yeah. Because I'm waiting for you to say something first. That's, that's how men are, right? But when I tell them, I'll tell you a quick little story. Uh, when my, my, my first wife, when she transitioned about 20-something years ago, I was a salesperson selling alarm systems, right? Selling and, what? Uh, selling home alarm systems. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I was on a commission basis. I did not have a job, Ooh. right? Now, watch okay. this. Commission. I just got married. I'm a newlywed, right? Now, this is what happens. My wife had a job. Well, when she had breast cancer, when the boss found out she had breast cancer, guess what he did? Yes. So that was all on me. Brand new, newlywed. I'm a commission salesperson. Oh, my God. Well, the stress that I went through. Imagine me trying to sell to keep the lights on. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking about my wife is fighting for a life at the house. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I tell men what I went through, okay, and how to come get over that, to have victory over that situation. And let them know, yeah, it was stressful, man. I mean, you're talking, my God. But again, when you open up like that, they open up. And so this is what we do. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. I applaud you for that. That is so necessary. Um, oh, yes, not man. Enough, there's not enough uh, problems programs out there for especially men to really commune with other men who have been there done that That's right. um, there's a lot of a lot of men who are hurting silently That's right. so i That's right. i applaud you for that and, you and, and, and everyone that you're working with thank well you. thank you thank you well, we want it to be a big deal so we want to have fellowships and have a lot of men come together and, you know, hugging one another, loving one another as brothers and stuff like that. So uh, I'm excited because I've already seen a glimpse of the responses and the positive feedback that we've gotten. And uh, because, again, I had one lady on one of my shows, her hus husband was a police officer and um, he was holding a lot of things in and then it turned into a domestic situation. Okay. okay. You see what I'm saying? It can be, it's very dangerous because men need an outlet. Yeah, sometimes and, it manifests itself in, in the ugliest of ways. Exactly. And so we show them it's a healthy way to deal with that. Okay? But if they don't know that, they turn to other things that are very destructive because right. they don't have the tools to handle something in a, a constructive and a positive way. And this is what we do. We say, hey, just like I did this thing with this uh, victory of a long-term grief not too long ago, I gave them practical things to help me out through my journey. You know, practical things. You know, yeah. uh, just, you know, for an example, not to go on a tangent on this, but just for an example, I made sure that I kept upbeat music around me. For an example. Because mm -hmm. if I hear something it's sad, yeah, if you hear something sad during that time, oh my God, it yeah. can take you there, right? And, and you so, could even not see it happen. You can just be in that dark place. 
and don't know how you even got there. Very subtle. Yeah. Very, very subtle. So I'm, I've always been very sensitive about my environment. And so what I did, I made sure I put a lot of positive things around me as when I was going through the journey. I mean, I was saying, you know, I was telling people, yeah, I took myself out. Now, some of the things that I shared, everybody's not ready for that corona because everybody's mm -hmm. different place. So I'm, I'm very careful. I try to bring a balance. I call myself the equalizer. I try mm -hmm. to bring a balance, right? So everybody can't do some of the things that I recommend because you're not there yet. Everybody's different. Right, right. So I give you different things. And you say, oh, I can do that. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not ready for that. Oh, I can do that. But that's what I did. And um, I'm getting responses from all over the place because of that. People all over the country responding because they're getting free. You know, so right. whatever we can do, because I, I believe that our experiences can be a blessing to somebody else. No doubt. And yeah. and I believe that people who have overcome things have a responsibility to share that that victory. Um, I agree 100%. Because there's somebody 100%. who does not believe they can make it out. That's exactly and right. Your, your testimony can, can literally make the difference for somebody giving up or continuing to push. 100%. That's right. Oh, I, I'm there. I'm there. Now, are you all um, working with the not just the affected individual, but those connected to them. Say, you said the policeman. Uh, was there a program specifically for his spouse? That is a good question. She reached out to me and uh, shared it with me. And I don't know if they have a particular program for them. I don't know. But I do do something that I think I briefly mentioned earlier um, when we had our first conversation. I call it the kitchen table movement, mm -hmm. getting everybody at the kitchen table and everybody talking, right? Because we don't do that enough, right, Corona? We don't. We don't, we don't. Because, see, technology is beautiful, but at the same time, we're losing that personal. Connectivity. Yeah. I, we're, more, I, we're more connected, but less engaged, actually. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's affecting our society because... We don't talk like we're talking right now, okay? Right. Because I, I can text you, but it's nothing like me having the conversation that you and I had today by connecting with you, okay? Mm -hmm. And so I remember when I was in the banking industry and I went back to my college to interview people and um, I'm looking at the way it is now. A lot of people don't look at you eye to eye because they're not trained to do that. When you go to right. an interview, you got to look out of eye. You can't be texting your answers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're so used to that. And they're like, and so now they're, they're very uncomfortable because they don't talk like we're doing right now. We don't have conversations. So that is a very important skill, especially to an interviewer. Yeah. And so I, I remember one time in Thanksgiving, my niece had a girlfriend over. Now we sit at the same table. They texting one another and we're at the same table. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had kids, I would say like, you know, have a dinner with the family. I call it the no phone zone. Yes. Put the phone in a basket. No phone zone. Let's talk. Right. 
Okay, so we're missing that. And so that's why even I'm funny about that because sometimes even when I go, I know I go to the extreme sometimes, but I do this because I like to keep the human relation because I love people. Mm-hmm. So you know how you go to the store sometime and you want to go through the line and you have the self-checkout line, right? That's faster, right? Mm-hmm. What I do if I'm not in a hurry, I go to the line with a human being. I, I go out of my way to do that. You you must yeah. be, you, you're, you're sure your last name not Stroman? Well, I'm from, I I grew up in Ohio and there's been a culture of layoffs there for at least 40 years to my knowledge. So I, I watch jobs just go away. So I go to the people that I literally go out of the way to go to a human. I'm just like that. And and, and guess what I do? I make their day because I'll say something nice. I make I say something nice to them. Hey, you're doing a great job today. They don't hear that. Mm-hmm. You call them by the name. You're doing a fantastic yes, job. They have a name tag on. Address them. There's a They're reason probably, for that. Yes, they've probably been getting just ignored all day. I I tell you what I did one day. I went to Walmart and I noticed kind of shop. The lady had a big smile on her face. She was actually walking into Walmart because she had she worked there, right? She had a little shirt on that says Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you for your service. I knew that threw her off. <laughs> I said, thank you for your service. But just sh- the little thing, just showing appreciation for people, it doesn't cost a lot to do that. Don Harper said, we are angels. <laughs> there you go. I'm looking at the chat in the comments. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that. I like that. But it's, that's it. Because people are walking around and you can see the stress and the worry and all that stuff on their face. Yeah. Just be kind to people. The most powerful thing we have is love, but we just don't just express it enough. And that's what the world needs. I don't want to get philosophical, but that's what the world needs. They need it. So every chance we get, love or I don't do it. I have no problem sitting at home doing. Yeah, that, that we supposed to do that every day. And every day I'm thinking, who can I, you know, say something kind to or text somebody? Because I post a lot of things on every day, probably about four times encouraging things every day because I, it can lift. And I get responses from all over the country because it lifts somebody's spirit. You have no idea. There are situations and people were thinking about committing suicide. Yes. Somebody paid attention to them and said something kind to them and changed that person's mind. Yeah. Do not take it for granted. I've had okay. it happen twice to me and don't even know what I said or did, but People have called me, two people have called me back and said, one time it was, I called them and it was just random. I'm like, you were on my heart, just called to check on you. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. They made small talk, but then a couple days later, the one person called back and said, I was getting ready to take my own life. Oh my and the God. second time someone let me know, it was maybe a year later, I saw them. And, oh. and it was a man and he was in tears. I oh, don't even know what I said. But just being me and being deliberately nice to people for no apparent reason. I'm not looking for anything, just being nice. That's beautiful. And so I'm, I'm real conscious of it now. I make eye contact with people, even people that I don't know. That's so rare now. People don't, they don't they think, do that. They feel, they feel invisible. Yeah. They can be around a lot of people, but they still feel invisible. And that's why I'm I'm an extreme when it comes to that, because even let's just say this. When I go, I used to go to a school 
um, to mentor kids for about 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. And you're walking down the hall, getting ready to go to the web you're going to kind of present. And you see the janitor. I go out of my way to acknowledge that person because it's a human being that deserves yeah. attention and respect, whether you at the CEO or way up, you're a human being, okay? And they just light up because they don't expect nobody to say anything to them. I'm just a janitor. Those are opportunities that many people pass up because we look, some people look oh, down on people. Absolutely. absolutely. So we have to be a change agent everywhere we go. We should make a, not just make a living, make a difference everywhere we go. Yeah, I, I was raised like that. And, and in the comments, uh, Todd Harper said, that's how we grew up. Uh, blessing others first with kindness and it gives us an opportunity to be ignorant that's beautiful and Raynell Allen said sometimes just being kind can save lives absolutely absolutely 100% you just you never know what a person is going through that's right and your smile and eye contact can really impact somebody in a positive way um I'm so thankful I was raised how I was raised and when I was raised because now (laughs) it's a different world out there now. It really is. It really is. I I was um, having a conversation yesterday with some people about the case in Chicago where the young man punched the woman in the restaurant. You know that case? And then her son shot him. Oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. Don't know how the argument started. There was a confrontation. They were waiting in line at a hot dog stand. And someone in line behind them started recording when the confrontation escalated. And the this young man, he was 35 years old. He is telling this woman, if you say one more word, I'm going to knock you out. Hmm. And he proceeds to punching her and he reared back and and you could hear the blows to this woman's face. Her 14-year-old son got her gun out of the car and shot this man to death. That's that's senseless. That is senseless. Something was in, what was in this young man's mind? You know, you know what? You, we had this discussion with another session that I did, and can I shift gears and kind of connect with what you're saying right now, a little yes, bit? Yes, please. Okay. Let me just share this with you because you know my background is health and wellness. You know, there's a disconnect when it comes to our behavior and what we put in our body and in our mind, right, my friend? You know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Many people don't make the connection. And you know about the microbiome, the gut. Right. And you know, you know, we got two brains, one in the skull, one in the gut. More and more, the holistic doctors that I work with are telling me in the research that I've done, a lot of the out-of-control behavior is because the physical side of their body actually affects their mood the way they act. Mm-hmm. There's a connection there. Okay? Yes. And what happens was, we changed, when I say we, they did a, an experiment and they took a lot of the bad food and the sugars, a lot, a lot of bad stuff from the juveniles and the juvenile delinquency crime went down like 80 something percent. Wow. Then they said they did something else 
they found out the suicide rate went down to zero because we haven't made the connection between food and how we act. It's a, it's a powerful thing because see, you got a brain and you have a mind and we don't walk around like you and I talked about today. We don't walk around and say, you know, am I taking care of my brain today? We don't think like that. It's, we're not conscious of that, okay? But when you put a lot of things in your body that affects your brain, it affects your behavior. Let me give an example. This is one of the doctors that I brought to Atlanta. We had about 300 people at this event. He's a very well-known doctor. And he tells a story about, they call it, now you might laugh at this. The, he, he, he hurt someone. He went to jail. Well, they, he was in court. And it was the Twinkie defense. Let me explain. When he eat Twinkies, he get violent. Okay? And guess what? They won the case. Now, it's a weird case, but you think, why you eat the Twinkies knowing that it makes you act that way, right? But, right. but that's an extreme. But again, there's a connection. And even with the kids, for an example, because you know I mentioned earlier going into the school system. I'm just going to tell you, a lot of the kids, and no condemnation, because I don't know who's listening, you know, there's drugs have a place. But let me say this. Based on the counselors that I talked to, many of the kids, ADD, ADHD, many of them do not need those drugs. I agree. But that's the system. That's the system. So let me give an example. Young lady was a little, you know, you know, kids going to be kids. They got energy and you know, whatever the case may be. And so the teacher said, we need to put this young lady on Ritalin. See how they respond right away, right? And then, and the principal agreed. And then the parent, because she was exposed to holistic, she said, let me try something first before we do that. Do you know we changed the diet of that little girl within two weeks? Totally different kid. Wow. She was destined to be on written like millions of our kids. And I have an issue with that. That's why I did a recording with the parents about uh, probably about three weeks ago about that. Because they're not, they're, they're not, might not be aware of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a better way. And you and I talked about that earlier today. There's a better way, but it's just a system. And so I'm always talking about the system. So we're not talking about the doctor, but it's the system. And many of the holistic doctors that I work with, you know, many of them were so disgusted from medical school because they, they wasn't taught, like you know, this about nutrition. They don't know a lot about nutrition. Right. They just know to put your name on a drug. Now, medication has its place. So if anybody's listening to this information, please follow your doctor's instructions, okay? I'm not telling you to stop taking your medication. That would be irresponsible. But I'm letting you know, for 10 years of doing my conference, I'm not, well, it's, it's a podcast that I do every Tuesday. We've gotten so many people off medication. Awesome. That's no Yeah, no medication. I had one guy happen to be a bishop off 27 medications. Just a lack of knowledge. We don't know. Wow. Because America, America is number one in drugs. Everybody know we're number one in drugs. Absolutely. Big you know, Pharma is, is one of the strongest lobbying entities in the country. Right. Big Pharma, food industry, sugar beverage, they strong. I mean, that's why I tell people when they say, well, Anthony, no, listen, you, I can't control the lobby, the Congress, and, you know, you follow the money. You know the deal. All of that yeah. stuff is powerful. And, and the incentive for bad health is trillions of dollars. <laughs> it's an incentive. It is. And this is documented, okay? 
So we have a disease management system. They don't get yeah. to the cure. They don't right. get to the bottom, the there's, source. There's no, it's a disease no benefit to management. The or curing it's, too much mo- it's too much money to be made. Why we want you to eat some broccoli? It's too much money to be made. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so the doctor. So I'm sorry. So can people access your, your teachings for these Absolutely. Uh, lifestyle changes? Absolutely. I, I, I'll give out my conference line that I do every Tuesday. We have people all over the country, sometime around the world on that. I'll give Perfect. it out. Perfect. So we just have I, to wake our people up because they don't, they're not, you know, and again, no condemnation. It's just that I didn't know this stuff. You know, you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I can tell you a story happened to me. Can I tell you a personal story? Sure. Okay, check this out. So I go to the doctor, and this was years ago. And the doctor said, Mr. Stroman, you have a thyroid issue. Now, here's the benefit of a little knowledge, my dear sister, just a little knowledge. Because I've been in health and wellness for 27 years, right? Mm -hmm. So the nurse comes in, and she gives me this medication and said, you're going to be taking this. And I guess my facial expression said, no, I'm not. (laughs) So she said, said, Mr. Stroman, are you okay? What's wrong? I was cool. I took the medication. And I went on and did my natural stuff. Two to three weeks later, went back to the doctor. 100% cleared up. I would have been another victim on medication for the rest of the life. I got a lot of stories like that for my clients. That's just the way it is. So, so again, because I had a little bit of knowledge, and I'm not telling nobody to do what I did. So, please, your listening audience, please, I'm not saying to do what I did. Okay. But, but if you if you follow what is available out there and and just understand the the pros protocols and the processes, man, it can be done. I've known several people personally who have reversed diabetes, who have reversed heart disease. I mean, it is so doable. You got to yep. be disciplined. That's right. Well, that's, you know what? That's the number one thing. That's the key. That's why everything starts. The beginning of our conversation, what did I say? You got a master headquarters. Headquarters. See, see, that's the key because everybody know my sister that we should eat fruits and vegetables. We've been hearing that all our lives. Why don't we do it? Because you have a master headquarters. See, it's not what you say, it's what you do. I follow your behavior. You can tell me anything. It's your execution. That's what I look at. But here's what we need to help our people out with is what I call, I created what I call an accountability culture. I'm going to give you a principle. People don't do what's expected, they do what's inspected. Did you catch that? Ah, they don't if you do don't see expected, it, if you can't see it, they inspected. don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so here's the thing. You got to know yourself. You got to be honest. So you, yeah. let's say, for example, you have a goal, lower your blood pressure. It could be anything. And you know you don't have the discipline. That's what you need, an accountability part. Yeah. Okay? So at the end of the week, let's say you're supposed to walk around the block. Let's keep it very simple. Walk around the block twice. When I call you and I'm going to say, hey, did you walk around the block, sir? Oh, Strowman, because they're going to fall off the horse. Their people don't do it right away. It takes a minute, right? So you have to right. be patient. With it. Okay, next Friday, I'm calling you again. Guess what's going to happen next Friday? They're going to oh. walk around the block because they know oh. Mr. Strowman is coming, right? Yeah. But that's why we need one another as an accountability culture. 
that we need because we can't do everything by ourselves. We need one another. So when you know yeah. you don't have the discipline, don't let your pride get in the way of your health. Okay. Absolutely. If you need assistance, let us know. Now for me, I've been walking for 40 years and people, it's so funny in my subdivision, they call me the man with the stick because I walk like three or four times a day. Right. But I do right. short walls after, you know, after I eat breakfast, I take a little short. These are short, but I do a long walk. Right. And so the neighbors now, guess what they're doing? Oh, Mr. Stroman, we, you inspired us. And so now I got all these neighbors. I say nothing to them. And they walk. <laughs> they see me Just walk. Every day. Seeing you walk. Yeah. That's excellent. Because see, the thing is, people, especially children, grow up the same way. We model what we see. Yes. So because they see me doing all the time, and I'm happy all the time, got a good attitude all the time. I said, what is this guy doing? I mean, I'm seeing him walk over three years. And then they started doing it and they say, I'm inspired. And I said, wonderful, outstanding. But that 40 years of me doing that is second nature. I don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. It's just automatic, but it takes time to get to that level. That's why you have to be very patient. You know this, my sister, anytime you make a change, don't beat yourself up, lift yourself up. Small steps, small. Don't beat yourself up, lift yourself up. I had to read. Exactly. And so little steps, and then you encourage and before you know it, da 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 da. Because it's funny, as an African American man, this is a compliment and an indictment at the same time. So when the doctor checked me out, and like, you you don't take no medication, like she's shocked. I said, no. At your age, no. And then she said, this is unusual. Now, she was trying to compliment me, but it was an indictment. For men, yeah, because she don't see black men in this example. Okay, I'm a black man, so she don't see that often in the in, in the doctor's office. Right. So she's like shocked. Said, "Oh my god, all <laughs> <laughs> oh, your your numbers are good." Oh my god, she was like shocked. But here's what I want to say. I'm no, I'm not special. I but but I specialize in taking care of my billion dollar temple. Did you catch that? Uh... Not special, but I specialize. And taking care of my business—that's a choice that I made. Everybody yeah. can make that choice, man. Now you and I know the challenge. Can we talk about the challenge? Let's talk about the challenge. That marketing arm is powerful, right? It is. Oh my God! Radio, TV, internet, tablet—constantly telling you it's okay to eat bad, drink bad, think bad. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Could you hear it all the time, right? Right. So, so if you're not a, I call it the law of recognition. You first have to recognize that, okay, if I keep, now guys, listen to what we're saying, moderation, we're not telling you not to eat any of that. So please, don't, I'm not taking your, your fun away, right? We just say moderation, okay? So, but what happens when you understand what you're doing is cumulative, Okay. It's going to show up sooner or later. You might not feel it right now. Because, see, I I use this, my sister. There's four gates that the marketing companies use. And they're good at what they do. Can we admit that? They're good at what they do. They are great at it. Check this out. The eye gate. Don't they make that stuff look good? Yes. The air gate. Oh, my God. That message is old. Boy, you want to look like this here. Messages, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. They hijack your taste buds. Right? Yeah. They get you, right? So when you know about these gates, how about that smell gate? Oh my God, that smells good. 
That's a powerful one right there. Oh my God, that smells good. So let's be honest, it is not easy. It is not. It is not easy. But when you know what's going on and you equip yourself, and I know you probably laugh at this, I would go into grocery stores. You know how you go to the um, with the cookies and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That owl. I go down there on purpose before I got dominion over that. It don't tip me. Okay. And you, <laughs> I go down there and test it. Hey, you ain't got me. I'm I'm, I'm in control. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was talking to one lady called me. She said, Anthony, I heard you talk about shop the perimeter. You never know what a person will grab. So she goes to the store, and she said, Doctor Stroman, you're in the back of my mind. Shop the perimeter, you know, where the fruits and vegetables are. Right. So, so she goes there now because she heard me make a statement about that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, you never know what will turn, will somebody will grab and say, oh my God, I need to make a change. Now, what we must understand the games that they play because they use psychology, they're good at what they do. We already said that they're good at it. Yes. And so, Kids can be very good salespeople too, because you know, come on now, this sugar thing is off the charts here, right? Right? It well, is. that's a tough deal, because we like sweets like everybody else, right? So I did a session one time on the replacement. I call it the replacement system. Okay. You know, instead of eating, let's say this cupcake, you can maybe eat an apple. Just I did a comparison, okay? But then we looked at the benefit. Count the benefit, right? Because again, I'm gonna hit you with something. Coca-Cola, you might well call it diabetes water. <laughs> you drink a lot of that? I call it diabetes water. Now I know I might be stepping on some toes, but I'm here to help you. If you understand what's in a Coke, because I do a demonstration, I have these little drops, right? And when I do live seminars, I put chemicals in different things, let people see because they can see what I'm talking about. But yeah. you and I talked about this earlier. Why do we clean battery cables with Coca-Cola? Why do police officers use Coca-Cola to clean blood off the highway? Why they won't give Coca-Cola to a 2,000 pound gorilla, but yet it's okay for us to drink it every day. Now guys, you can drink yeah. it every once in a while, okay? But I'm telling you, when you understand, and I do a demonstration, I'm gonna send this to you, my sister, tomorrow, a little demo. Okay. That that this look, I have this little thing, this little mineral complex here, right? And so when I do a seminar, this little mineral complex cleans up my water and alkaline and it has minerals. But here's the point I'm making is this. I could take a two liter bottle of diet soda. Oh, I know some people say, oh Lord, strongly don't go there. <laughs> okay. And I open this up and I pour it in there, it erupts like a volcano. At the bottom, mm -hmm. all, you, all you see is syrup and sugar. Wow. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. Aspartame, you know that's not good for you. Okay. Okay. Do you know other countries won't allow diet it's soda? Banned. In mm -hmm. no, it's banned. You go to jail. But we live in a profit driven society here, so it's a different deal here. Right. And that's the challenge. This this arm, this this marketing arm and the in the because people don't even understand the pharmaceuticals, they got their hands in everything. Marketing, medical school, periodicals. Diabetes Association, money. It's it's if you re, if you pull back and see what the deal is, it will shock you. But I'm not going to shock you today because I'm going to be very nice today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate all of the enlightenment um, you're doing, uh, 
Miss Cheryl Martin said, teach, sir. <laughs> I um I wanted to know, do you have any materials that um can help someone dealing with food allergies? Yes. I yes. struggle so much with food allergies. Okay, food allergies. Okay, let me get can I give you two things? Is okay? Please. Okay, okay. Now here's the deal. I, I mentioned this briefly, but I uh, just want to mention this to tell you what I'm doing. We do this all over the world. See, this little thing I'm holding is called a sachet. You can, you can only find it one place near the Okinawa Island in Japan, okay? And you know those folks live a long time, right? Okay. Yeah. And what it does, it cleans up the bad stuff in the water. If you didn't know, tap water is not good for you. Just FYI, okay? I so it cleans, up, it cleans up the bad stuff, but then what it does it releases 70 organic trace minerals. Now, Dr. Linus Pauling, who won the Nobel Peace Prize twice, he says you can trace every disease to a mineral deficiency, right? Mm. So when you put this in your system over a period of time, now, the thing about human beings, we're very impatient. Can we get a, <laughs> a consensus on that? Sometimes we want things to happen overnight. It takes time. Your body is very complicated. And it takes time for your body to get adjusted to anything new. Yeah. So when you use this, and then we have something called Zyam 365, and I'll send this to you, you know, tomorrow. And what it does, because, you know, we talked earlier about the gut. You know, you got 39 yeah. trillion bacteria in your gut, good and bad bacteria, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yes. Well, it took four and a half years of research to develop that. And the reason why it's so effective, it has 25 organic things in it, but it tastes delicious. That's the key. Mm. It, it tastes delicious. Okay. So allergies and any autoimmune, anything like that, with that and this X2O, because see, when you see me sipping, that's what I have in my water. Okay. okay. And guess what? And I might send you a recording of somebody who had an allergy and they don't have it anymore. I'm trying to find that for you. Testimony. Okay. I have a lot of, I have, I have, I have probably 500 testimonies. I'm not sending them to you. Why? Yeah. Lord. I, I, won't, I won't send it to you, but I got a lot of testimonies about, but yeah, that and something else you talked about earlier today about liberty. I got, we got some good stuff all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I, there's some things that I was always allergic to. Um, as a child, but the older that I got, the worse my allergies got. And I am, I walk around with an EpiPen. Is that right? Uh-huh. Is it during certain times of the year? Is more uh, magnified during certain times of no. the year? It's no. I mean, and things that you would think are healthy that most people would recommend you eat, like banana, oh, I'm going to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I understand. I understand. And that's why your body is so precious because we're very unique. See, and you know this already. Our bodies are a masterpiece, but they're precious. There's certain things you can do and somebody else can do. I would make, I mentioned this to you, and I might connect you with my, my, one of my doctor friends. She teach you how to eat for your blood type. Ah, uh, okay. That's what she does. And I have her. She's been, we've, we've done seminars together. It is so powerful when you eat for your blood type. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yes, I would definitely like more information on that. And ladies and gentlemen, anything that Dr. Stroman shares with me, I will post it on my website and on my social platforms so that you can follow up, you can follow him. Make sure that you are all getting this information. I definitely am all about the holistic health. Um, I am not a pill popper. Again, the views and opinions of the Blowing Bubbles podcast are its own. I'm not telling anybody to stop taking your medicine or not take what your doctor tells you to take. All I'm saying is I believe in natural medicine, herbs, and food is medicine. So I'm trying some different stuff. You know, the older we get, and I want to keep getting older. I want to, I want to see a century. There you go. Hey, listen. I mean, in good health, in my mind, I don't want to, I don't want to be debilitated, have a debilitating condition. But yes, you can have. Oh, you mentioned something that's important um, that is very prevalent right now: Mm -hmm. dementia. Oh yeah. What are some things that that you recommend for uh, combating dementia? Some natural paths that people take. Okay, I'm going to give you two sides. One is certain foods that I would highly recommend because I did that for my mother that I talked about. You, we talked earlier today for my mom, and she lives Mm -hmm. about a hundred years old. Okay, so I'm going to give you foods that I just a recommendation again. We're just making recommendations. We're not telling anybody what to do, but this is what I found out. And I got the proof and the results. Let me talk about food first. Blueberries, we call them brain berries, right? Mm. They're brain berries. I did hear that before, okay. okay. Blueberries, ladies and gentlemen. Brain berries. Let me ask you a question. What does a walnut look like? Your brain. Um, it, it looks like a brain. And looks that's like one brain. of the things that I'm severely allergic to. But yes, okay. it looks so like you a brain. bypass that for you. But walnuts are now standing for the brain. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, avocado, you know about that, of course. Outstanding. Allergic. You're allergic. Okay, we gotta we gotta you gotta have some gloves on you. <laughs> yeah. Avocado all the is, things that are supposed to be good, the superfoods I am allergic yeah. Yeah, we, we got all turned. I'm, I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. I got you. So avocado, you know, because you got to have good fats, right? So yeah. somebody call you somebody call you a fathead, that's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so you have, right. to have, you have to have the good fats. Obviously, the greens, the carrots. And see, that's stuff I eat every day. And my memory is outstanding because I do that every day. Okay. okay? I go around and meet people. I met a gentleman today, you know. I'm walking in somebody else's subdivision and I go back and I can call all these people's name. It's because of what I'm putting in my mind. The other thing that's outstanding is what we talked about earlier, even on this broadcast here, was water. Because you know your brain is like 70 to 80% water. And as you get older, you have to overcompensate. Right. Now I'm going to help your listening audience about something. A lot of people don't drink water because, see, your cells is called intracellular. You need to you need to make sure those cells are hydrated at the highest level because it's going to affect your brain, your yeah. cognitive ability. 
We do not drink enough water. 90% of Americans are clinically dehydrated because you've been trained and conditioned tea, soda, Gatorade, da 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 da. That's not the same thing. To help your audience even more, we're addicted to taste. So people will say, hey, Dr. Stroman, I know I need to drink water, but I don't like the way it tastes. Let me ask you a question. Do you like living a long time? Okay, so we have to get wisdom and use wisdom and intellect instead of emotions. So we don't like water, but the way God made your body is designed for water. It's not Coca-Cola. Yeah, okay? that's right. So we have to see, we get caught up with our feelings. I don't like the way they taste, but do you like living? Do you like suffering and pain? Do you like Alzheimer's and dementia? Do you like that stuff? No wheelchairs and hospice and nursing homes. You can do something about that. I know people that's a hundred and something years old and they still riding bicycles mm. because of their lifestyle. So we suffer from a lifestyle disease. Goals. And it's challenging because you get bombarded with all this other stuff. <laughs> it's hard, mm. it's hard. Yeah. So, so the foods, there's foods that's definitely good for the brain. now. One of the holistic doctors named Dr. Kyle Smith, he's one of the top brain doctors in the world. Do you know your brain is one of the most undernourished thing on your body? Wow. And check this out. It uses up 20 to 30% of your energy in your brain. So your brain and your gut are texting one another all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So Dr. Kyle Smith, he formulated something called Focus Up. And what this is, this is 100% natural. This ain't no Red Bull. That stuff is not good for you. Okay? Yeah, Let me just absolutely. be honest. That Red Bull stuff, they got people in emergency rooms. I'll leave that alone right now, but it's not good for you. That's marketing. Okay? So this is something natural. But what it does, let me tell you a few things it does. It helps you to focus. Helps you to concentrate. Outstanding for your memory. It reduces stress. It takes your brain, your mind, from black and white to high definition. Mm. I've actually had people within 20 minutes, their brain came alive. Like, My goodness. I had one guy, <laughs> a friend of mine, he felt so good, he cleaned up his whole house. Oh. And what's focus the name up. of this? Focus. Focus up. And I'll send all that to you tomorrow, but focus okay. up, right? So what I did with my mom, because she was getting up and, you know, getting ready to walk to the highway. You know how it is, right? Yeah. And so we 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 make sure she had that X2O and that focus up, right? And um and I have it was six of us, six boys. And we saw a tremendous difference. That did it for me. But since that time I've had thousands of people who've had just testimonies. And and I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna just say this right now. There's so much information out there because see, society will tell you that you cannot turn this thing around. They try to give you the medicine, none of it works, yada, yada, yada. I'm here to let you know we've seen situations, but it's not popular because you don't hear it in mainstream mm -hmm. that this stuff can be turned around. People don't know. Wow. You, know, you, you only you know can what you turn know. dementia around? Yes. And I, I've seen some of this. Wow. We've seen it. We've seen it. But some people just give up hope and think you can't do anything about it. But but we've seen situations when you change the behavior, it is amazing how it affects your brain 
in the way you think and your whole cognitive ability. It's amazing. But again, it's not it's not popular. Everybody don't know about it. Okay. But see, that's why I walk. I mean, that's why I walk every day. I mean, you know, because I get all that oxygen in me and and stuff like that. And and I I just man, I do that every day, and I feel good seven days a week. I don't have no bad days. Excellent. No bad days. I wish I could say that. I. That's I okay. We, we got you, my sister. We don't get you. We, yes, I, I look forward to it. And we're, we're going to have to come come back and okay. talk about my um, progress. Fantastic. And, you know, I can I can share. I can document the day that I begin the regimen, um, and and I'll document everything explicitly. You know, the different problem areas that I have. The, the things that have been plaguing me for years, the things that doctors have said I would need medication for. Oh, I will document all of that and then, you know, document my journey and then document the growth. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Beautiful, beautiful. You know what I say a lot of times hmm. when I'm doing when I'm doing live seminars, and I gotta be careful because again, I talk about the systems. It, it's amazing to me. This is we all have a little pet peeve about something, right? Right. So here's my pet peeve. When a doctor tells somebody you have six months to live, that's a pet peeve for me. They start dying as soon as they hear that message. As soon as you say it. As soon as you say it, yes. The immune system shut down, your cells shut down. Oh, we about to be out of here, right? That's how powerful the mind is, right? Now, watch this. Here's what I call it. Words of mass destruction. That's what I call it. To me, that's another form of malpractice when somebody tells somebody, oh, you got six months. Now, here's the proof. This is sad what I'm about to say, but it's a a victorious story. This doctor told this man that he had about eight months, whatever it was to live. Mm -hmm. That was 25 years ago. Now watch this. Here's the sad part. When the man went to the doctor years later, the doctor almost fell out of his chair because he thought he was going to be expired based on what he told him 27 years ago. Wow. Here's the sad part. He was almost like disappointed that his word didn't work. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'd rather be right than to experience the miracle. It's, I know it's it's, a, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing the mentality of some of the some of the doctors, and it's like he disappointed instead of being excited. Now let me give you good news. One of my friends, he had type two diabetes, right? Mm-hmm. Had the CPAP, you know, can't sleep, CPAP, oxygen, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. He had several things. Well, he went back to his doctor, and I like to give people the contrast with the mentality of doctors because you got great doctors out there, guys wonderful doctors that care a lot about you. But then you have some that have no bedside matters at all. That's yeah. another story for another time. I've run but, into those. Yes. They don't know nothing about you. Put your name on this. But anyway, so he got on our protocol. He went back to the doctor. The doctor said, we're taking up the CPAC. You don't have diabetes anymore. No medication. Man, he got up there and started him and his wife celebrating right there in the doctor's office. <laughs> he was so excited that the doctor was celebrating with him. So 
So there's a way, there's ways around this this stuff that we've been exposed to, but it's just so sad that many people are just not aware of it. And that's why we say to people when I'm doing seminars, I never tell anybody what to do. I always try to lead with love. I'm just the messenger. Ultimately, it's your journey, it's your decision. I know the challenge because what we talked about earlier is the influence, it's the battle of information. Absolutely. And, you know, if you don't know, and you know, we either get destroyed because of a lack of knowledge, we just don't know. And the challenge is when you've been going somewhere for a long time and we just believe, and I tell people respect every doctor, but how many people for 10 years I'm doing my podcast, they went to the doctor's office and the doctor says this, and they were cool, right? They started eating right, exercise, doing the basic stuff that you know, right? Mm-hmm. Went back three months later, what it was, health issue gone. Mm-hmm. No more health issue. So I tell, don't argue with your doctor. Don't do that. Because doctors sometimes, because, they, because they're doctors, they feel that they know everything. You have the nerve to challenge my authority. That's the attitude they have. And so we get intimidated, don't want to ask them questions. Okay. And so we just say, oh, take this pill? Yeah, okay, you don't know. And then you go to the PubMed and go to the website. This thing got 15 side effects. It's, it's yeah. anyway, you know, you know, you and I can talk about that all day. We it can, is, yeah, it's, we can go on and on and on. <laughs> anyway. Listen, I am so very grateful. I'm so inspired by you, your story, your work. Um, I look forward to uh, working closely with you to turn some of my circumstances around. For all of the people who are listening, watching, who may want to connect with you and follow your um, your workshops and your, your programs that you have going on, how can people find you? I'm going to give you my cell number. Since, uh, since you and I are fast friends, I'm going to give up my cell phone. <laughs> oh, right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. It is uh, 678 zero seven three one three five six seven eight nine zero seven three one three five i'm available from 9 a.m to 9 p.m unless you set up an appointment you can call me anytime all right you guys got that six seven eight nine zero seven three one three five nine a.m to nine p.m dr anthony stroman yes in closing, do you have any more words, any final words you would like to leave with the people? Well, first of all, I want to thank you. Just allowing me to be on your platform. It is an honor. Um, this is something that I love to do. And I, I just want to thank you so much because you're doing a fantastic job. And and I know that um, you're going to have a phenomenal story yourself, your personal story. And I'll leave everybody with this one last statement. Failure will never overtake you if your determination to be successful is strong enough. Failure will never overtake you if your determination to be successful is strong enough. Snap that up. Dr. Stroman, I thank you so very much for joining me on the Blowing Bubbles podcast. And I will be seeing you. I will be connecting with you. And we will most definitely have some amazing testimonies to continue to share. 
Thank you so much. Ladies Thank and gentlemen, you. you know how we sign off here. We always say, stay popping. <laughs> I love that. <you. laughs>